another edition of State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. My name is Jason Gotch, and I'm joined, as always, on the show by my co-host, John Spataro, and our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher. Hopefully, everybody had a great Thanksgiving. The turkey was good. The family conversation was good. That's all in the rearview mirror now. We're in the month of December crunch time in the National Football League season. So let's get it going, guys. An idea to start this show. I want to get it going by talking about some of the divisional winners that we can see it happening now, who we think might happen based on the odds, what's a good play, and also maybe give a Super Bowl pick or at least tell us who's going to be in that Super Bowl because the odds have narrowed themselves. We separate already, I think, the pretenders from the contenders. So I'm going to start with you, John. You've been on fire with your picks against the spread of your best bets that we do at the end of every show. So tell the listeners about that. Also, maybe what you saw looking ahead here for the division winners and also a possible Super Bowl pick or two, maybe a good one based on the odds. Yeah, we had the week off uh, from the show last week, but that didn't stop me from making some picks over the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, And I can safely say that I have not lost a pick since November 17th. That's right. I am on a 9-0 and stretch here in the last few weeks. Uh, I, I feel pretty good about where I'm at. I've got some new intelligence. I've been tracking a little bit more. Uh, I think maybe Ryan's sharpness is uh, sharpening myself, uh, and, and I'm becoming somewhat of an insider here. I, and, and as I say that, I'm probably going to go 0-3 this week. But I'm going to revel in this moment because there's been some dark times this year where I've been uh, just as bad in the opposite direction. So yeah, happy to say that I'm pretty plugged in. I had a good week over uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, the Bears were able to get a win, too. That's always good to see. I've still distanced myself from the playoff hopes, and, and that's kind of why we're talking about the other divisions. I'm going to stay away from any bets in the NFC North. The NFC East, I think all four of those teams should be collectively pushed into the Atlantic Ocean uh, because they are so poorly representing a football division from top to bottom. Uh, I, I think I saw a, a scenario where either the Cowboys or the Eagles could win that division with a losing record. And and a team like the Redskins, who is you know in the pits, can't get anything right, they are still yet to be eliminated uh, from playoff contention because they play in the NFC East. So I'm going to stay away from that and put all my attention into the NFC West. Uh, I, I think there is some good value there, although slim. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are plus 120. Uh, to win the division. They have a tough schedule to end the year, and the Seahawks certainly look to be clicking and firing on all cylinders. So uh, you might want to you know, consider one of those two teams as they flip-flop here the last four weeks. But you know what? Again, I've been so bad batting on the, on the 49ers this year that I'm kind of just looking for some goodwill. I would say throw a couple bucks on them to win the division. I think that's a decent bet. The Rams are also kicking out there at plus 10,000. I don't think they're going to win the division, but uh, that's a, a real good payday if you want to call that one. Uh, but in terms of division races, I think everything's pretty set. The, the Patriots are probably going to win the AFC East for the next 50 years, so I don't really have anything to say about them. And then in the AFC South, that's a little interesting with the Titans and the Colts trailing the Texans, but I think the Texans are destined to play in that first uh, wild card weekend game like they do every single year. Uh, and I'm not touching that one either. So the only the only thing I'm interested in at the moment in the division races, uh, take a look at the Seahawks and 49ers, depending on how that shakes out. I, I think that's going to be the best race to watch. 
All right, John's got some good advice there for our gambling listeners out there on State Line. So I turn it next to our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher, who I know has been working the abacus, getting all those numbers for us, looking at the best trends possibly for division winners and maybe a sleeper Super Bowl pick. So, Ryan, the floor is yours. Yeah, you know, you get to the last quarter of the season, we've got the four games left and sort of sorts itself out, but there's always a surprise. There's always a team that comes out of nowhere and, you know, goes on a run and wins the last four in the last quarter. And, um, you know, last year it was the Eagles who actually made a run late and took them past the Bears and almost took them past the Saints in the divisional round, you know, all the way to the conference championship game. So this is time of year I start like to, you know, I start to like looking at these sort of things and, how you know, teams that need to go on a run and might, you know, have to win several in a row. Uh, one team I started on a couple weeks ago is the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill has been playing great quarterback for them. They have a tough schedule. They've had a tough schedule, but they've won the first several of those. They kind of got the, the monkey off their back with the win up in Indianapolis last weekend. You know, they, they beat Mahomes and the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Uh, two games left against the Texans. So they still have a chance. They still have a tough game against the Saints. Um, but you know, keep an eye on teams like that because they, they just get on a roll and it's how you're playing in November and into December that really matters and not what people thought about you before the season or even what you did in September. Uh, the one division one that I'm definitely on and, and going to play is in that awful NFC East division because, again, I'm just looking for value. Uh, the schedule matters so much here, and the Eagles are, are plus 160 to win the division. They've got their one game behind the Cowboys. In essence, they're two, and these are the things you need to look at. Uh, they've already lost to the Cowboys. Um, they do play them again, and they absolutely have to win that game uh, against the Cowboys, and that brings them even. But at that point, they're still going to lose the the end the tiebreaker with the Cowboys based on a conference record. So they need to outplay the Cowboys by one other game in the in the three games that they have, you know, not versus each other. Well, the three that the Eagles have. They've got two against the Giants and one against the Redskins. So, I mean, that sounds great, even though they just lost to the Dolphins this past weekend. Um, but those are all games they they need to win. They, they need to win out. They need to get to nine and seven. Uh, the Cowboys, give them the loss to the Eagles. If In our scenario, that puts them at, you know, seven losses. We need one more. Uh, Bears, Rams, and Redskins, I, I, I think they lose one of those three. I just I don't have any faith in the Cowboys to – to put together three good games of any sort. So uh, at the plus money, there's some value there on the Eagles. I'll take them. Um, that's the one team I'm riding. The NFC West is is interesting, you know, some good games there, but I really feel like they could all go anyway. So, so some good stuff there from our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher. I'm going to give this one a whirl, fellas. And the one thing that stood out for me when I was looking at the divisional odds it's just hard for me to put a lot of money down right now because the teams that I think are going to win seem to be pretty big favorites. The Green Bay Packers are minus 340. I don't think the Vikings catch them. The Patriots, I don't think the Bills are catching them. They're minus 1,500. Right now, the Texans probably win the AFC South in my mind, though the Titans are a good sleeper pick at plus 350. The Texans are minus 400. But then you go look at the NFC West, and I actually like the Seahawks here at minus 150. Seattle's playing great football. They a big win over Minnesota back on Monday night. Uh, they've already beaten the 49ers in San Francisco. So the odds of the Seahawks winning that division, I, I think they might be a little underpriced right there. Maybe because I don't have much faith in the 49ers having a game at the Saints this week than having to go to, to Seattle 
uh, late in the season. So the Niners have some catch-up work to do against the Seahawks. And again, they lose the tiebreaker there. So uh, my gut feeling is the Niners lose their game this week to the Saints. And then that would even hurt them worse in, in that scenario. So I like the Seahawks minus 150. And I know Ryan talked about the Cowboys and the Eagles and Jerry Jones. Had to be very disappointed if he was listening to our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher, because I, I got to say, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan talked about the Eagles having a decent chance to win that division. You know Jerry Jones does not want to fire Jason Garrett. For a guy who fired so many coaches before he got to Jason Garrett, for some reason, Jerry Jones t- treats Jason Garrett like an adopted son. And if the Cowboys don't make the playoffs this year... You know Garrett would have to be let go. There really would be no excuse for keeping him around. So I think Ryan's on to something there. The Eagles have a decent shot, though. I'm not sure the Cowboys don't survive in the end. But also take a look at the Seahawks as a sleeper Super Bowl team as well, plus 900. Uh, again, Russell Wilson playing some great football. The Seahawks have really put it together this year. So they're a sleeper pick for me to not only get to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. It's Jason Gotch with you, along with Ryan Fisher, our Vegas insider, and John Spataro here on State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. Fellas, it's that fun time in the show. We do it our bet it, our drink it segment, and where I give John and Ryan each 20 bucks, and I take 20 bucks out of the pocket for myself on a Long shot play or a parlay with a fun gimmicky angle. And this week, guys, I was actually thinking about this when I was watching the Monday night game that, hey, we only had one coach fired this season. And when I was watching the Seahawks and the Vikings game, because I thought going into the year that Mike Zimmer had a chance to be fired during the year. Obviously not the case. Vikings are are playing some pretty good football. But as of Monday night, we only had Jay Gruden fired from the Redskins. And then on Tuesday morning, we learned that Ron Rivera had been fired as the coach of the Carolina Panthers. So this week's fun play is this. It's a fired coaches this year parlay. Do you want to take the Panthers plus three at the Falcons and the Redskins plus 12 and a half at the Packers in a two-team parlay? If you put 20 bucks down, you'd win an additional 52. So, John, I go to you first. Do you want to take that fired coaches parlay? I guess I will. I think the Panthers have been playing some pretty bad football these past few weeks, and Ron Rivera was... I would say pretty surprisingly fired uh, earlier this week. So maybe they get a dead cat bounce and, uh, you know, the interim coaching staff and the the team will, you know, band against, uh, you know, completely throwing this season away and play some pretty good ball against the Falcons on the road. Uh, and as far as the Redskins go, uh, I mean, I really don't like betting on them at all this year. I, I think I did win on uh, a total bet of theirs last week, but uh, 12 and a half is a decent number for me I, uh, and maybe get a backdoor cover. Uh, towards the end of that game. So, you know me, I'm all about a path. Is there a a reasonable chance that this could hit? Uh, I I think there is. Uh, I'm really not too crazy about either of these games individually, Uh, but the 13 to five odds are fine and it's your money, Jason. So I I like to have some fun. (laughs) I'm going to go with it. I'm going to roll with the, with the bet on on this week. Uh, I I think there's going to be a lot more fired coaches uh, throughout these next four weeks and and certainly on black Monday when the season ends. But uh, for right now, Uh, This looks all right to me. I'll I'll take it, and uh, you can buy me a drink another time. (laughs) like the way you're thinking there, John. And i got to turn it over to Ryan now, because does he want to trust his money with Bill Callahan, the interim coach of the Redskins, and Perry Fuel, now the interim coach of the Panthers? Or does he want to buy some drinks for himself? Yeah, I mean, the Panthers might get a bounce this week, although it's hard to – Divisional game, the Falcons, you know, have a little extra time. They played the Thursday night game, so I'm not too excited about the Panthers in that spot. The team that I'm really not excited about, though, is, is the Redskins. And, 
you know, that seems funny. They just had the big win over those Panthers, you know, unexpectedly as a double-digit dog. Uh, but when you have a bad team, and, you know, make no mistake, the Redskins are still a bad team. It's one thing to put up one game. It's another thing to put up back-to-back performances, and especially on the road, you know, two straight on the road. So I would really question whether they're going to back that up. Uh, you know, the Packers kind of know what they are, which is probably the third or fourth best team in the NFC. You know, they beat they beat the bad teams like they did with the Giants last week. And, you know, they aren't quite as they don't handle the best teams. Uh, so the Redskins are a bad team. Packers probably going to put up some points. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to make some mistakes, might have a few interceptions. And, yeah, I, I don't feel good about that. So. I'm not going to bet your money. I'm going to take it and I'm going to, I'm going to drink it. And that's, you know, again, what you need when you're looking at teams that have fired their coaches in the middle of the year. I am going to go ahead and join Ryan at the bar at this one. I do think the Panthers probably win that game in Atlanta outright, but the Redskins scare me for a couple of the reasons that Ryan said, especially Dwayne Haskins on the road and the Redskins trying to string together some good performances consecutively. Really tough thing to do. And this is a game the Packers need. I mean, the Vikings, despite that loss to the Seahawks back on Monday night, are still pushing the Packers for the NFC North crown. So uh, I have a feeling Green Bay could blow out the Redskins this week. So I'll drink that 20 bucks as well. This is State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. Ryan Fisher and John Spataro, alongside with me, Jason Gotch, hosting the program as we do every week. When we come back, we've got a great segment for you next. Three really good games in the NFL this week. We're going to talk about all three of those ones from the betting perspective. Plus, we'll give you our three best bets for the week. All that right after this. Welcome back to State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois, along with our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher and John Spataro. My name is Jason Gotch. Fellas, as you know, you're gamblers, but you're also NFL fans, and our listeners are gamblers, but they're also NFL fans as well. We've got some really good games in the NFL this week that could do a lot to determine how the playoffs might look like next month. So we're going to talk about three of those right now. I'm going to start it off with the surging Baltimore Ravens who now are the favorites to win the Super Bowl in many places. The Ravens have a game at the Buffalo Bills, a team that Ryan Fisher, before the season on this show, said would be the surprise team in the NFL, and they have lived up to expectations. The Ravens minus six in this game. The total is 43. Ryan, I'm going to throw it to you first. Give me your thoughts on this matchup, and if you think your Bills stand a shot. Yeah, they have a chance because their defense can keep them in anything, but... uh... You know, I don't know that the offense is good enough to, to get it done here, even at home. Uh, you know, they made a statement surprising the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, which not many people expected. They were six and a half point underdogs and, you know, pretty much controlled that game throughout. So all of a sudden now they're on people's radar a little bit. They sort of solidified their spot in the playoffs. Uh, so this is the next step up because, you know, the Cowboys aren't really a playoff team, even if they make it. The, the Ravens certainly are. Uh, you know, <laughs> the public is all over the Ravens and, and the spreads have gotten inflated and eventually we, we need to take advantage of that. 
I don't think it's this week, though. I actually, surprisingly enough, I think it's going to be next week against the Jets when I'm when I'm going against Lamar Jackson. So a little preview there. But uh, so this week, I, I I'm going to pass, and I'm actually going to sit and hope that you know the Ravens blow them out, so I get even a more inflated line next week. You know, for my for my big Jets play. So I'll probably pass, but I'm hoping this is a good game. Uh, you know, the Buffalo has the defense. I'm curious to see how they play Lamar Jackson. We've seen some different things the last few weeks. The 49ers held, you know, his passing game in check, but he ran all over them. So, yeah, just each week, you know, playing good defenses, I, I like to see how they're playing Lamar Jackson because it's it's going to sort, sort of foreshadows what we're going to be seeing in the playoffs when teams are, are really concentrated on him. John, I throw it to you. You got a thought on this one from the gambler perspective, or you will be watching this one just as a fan on Sunday afternoon? Well, it's a matchup of two hot teams. Baltimore is 5-0 and in their last five. Buffalo is 4-1 and in their last five. It's two you know, pretty uh, strong identity teams with the Ravens forcing the ball down your throat with the running game and the Bills playing good defense and you know getting whatever they can out of Josh Allen. Yeah, I think Buffalo is is a pretty good pick here. They're four zero and one against the spread in their last five, so they've been a little bit of a of a spread buster, if you will, for the last few weeks. I, I'm kind of with Ryan though that I think that this is just a little bit too low. If this was over a touchdown, I think I would for sure be on the Bills. Uh, but with the minus six uh, where it's at, I, I think that just screams a a touchdown victory for the Ravens and you not covering. So. Uh, maybe take a look at the under in this game. That sounds a little weird because it's kind of low at 43, but uh, it could just be a, a, a slop fest kind of uh, like we've seen the Ravens play a few times this year. That game last week uh, against the 49ers, I, although I think that the Niners are much better than the Bills, was a pretty low scoring game and a back and forth game. Maybe that would be uh, something to look at. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited uh, for this game, really, from a fan perspective, more than a better's perspective. The Bears aren't going to be playing on Sunday, so we're obviously going to need to find something else to watch. These are two pretty good teams. The Bills have been pretty surprising this year, so uh, I'm, I'm not too too locked into any pick necessarily, but uh, definitely a fun game to watch. Certainly it is, and I'm going to actually pass on this one. Not a play in this one. I'm not going to talk about it anymore because this game is involved with one of my three best bets of the week, so so, fellas, don't want to give away everything in the store too soon, so I'm going to skip ahead to our next game. Last game I want to talk about before we get to our best bets, 49ers at the Saints. This is an old NFC West battle in the old days before they realigned the division. It's now, of course, the Niners still in the West and the Saints in the uh, NFC South. Saints a two-and-a-half-point favorite, total 44. Ryan, I know the Saints and Sean Payton, they're your favorite team and favorite coach out there. You love those guys. I'm being sarcastic, of course, so give us your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 49ers have played a gauntlet. I mean, they had the, the Packers game, which they, they covered easily. Then they go to Baltimore. Now they go to New Orleans. They've still got the Saints or still got the uh, Seahawks left. They still got the Rams left. So, but I've been impressed with the way they've come through it so far. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I actually do think the Saints in the end are the best team in the NFC. Um, you know, they, been a little up and down with Breeze out and, and Bridgewater playing, and but the defense has been great. And then all of a sudden, they give up a bunch of points to to the Panthers a few weeks ago. Uh, they got back on track with the you know the easy win in Atlanta Thanksgiving night. Uh, but I, I mean, the Saints, like I said, I think they're the best team in the NFC. They're playing at home; it's a tough place for any team to go in and win. Um, I just and I actually think it's the Saints' defense. I think that's the difference um, for that team. Right now, I mean, Breeze is great or can be great. 
but I have more faith in that Saints defense than I do anything else. Uh, like I said, 49ers, you go through a gauntlet, you come, you come to the, towards the end of the gauntlet. That's, that tends to be the, the toughest matchup. Um, so I giving less than a field goal, I, I think the Saints win this game. I think they're going to be the one seed in the NFC. So that means they win this kind of game. Um, doesn't mean the 49ers can't go in there and win it in the playoffs, but I think the Saints get this one. John Spataro, Saints, 49ers, another good matchup. Saints minus two and a half, 44. You agreeing with Ryan on this one, or are you going in a different direction? I think the the Saints are are the, the safe pick here. I think it's so important for the Niners to establish a running game early and get some big stops early, and then they kind of just choke you out throughout the rest of the game. I don't think they're going to be able to do that to the Saints. I, I don't think they're going to be able to do that on the road, in the Dome, in New Orleans. It just doesn't feel like a good matchup for the Niners. I don't think Jimmy G is going to be able to make enough plays uh, to, to go one-for-one one with with Drew Brees. And, and yeah, I, I think it comes down to just a, a wear down for the, for the Niners. I think they were the hot team for easily the first half of the season, and now they're getting to crunch time, and there's really no reprieve. I mean, if, if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, they're going to have to play good team after good team after good team almost eight straight weeks here. So I, I don't think that they're going to have enough offense. I do like the Saints defense as well. Uh, the only thing that I will say about the Saints that seems to be their weakness is onside kicks. If you watch the game on Thanksgiving, they had three onside kicks recovered in a row against them, although one was called back by a penalty. So I'm sure Sean Payton has taken his special teams to the woodshed and uh, beat some sense into them just about uh, uh, every which way. So I I don't look for that uh, to be exploited going forward. However, this is a pretty good game, too. I'm excited to watch this one. It's been a pretty good run of good games in the NFL these last few weeks. Feel like they've done a good job with scheduling and everything just kind of working out. Uh, I, I will give you a hint for my uh, for the future segment. It is not going to be that way I, in terms of my best bets. Uh, I smell a dumpster coming up, so let's go diving into it in the next segment. <laughs> well, I guys, I agree with you on this one. I can't go in a different direction. I like the Saints too, minus the two and a half. I think they're the better team. They're on their own field, and they get it done against the good 49ers squad coming up here on Sunday. It's that time of the show, gentlemen, where we give you our best bets of the week. We give you three plays each, and if you want to pick out a best bet out of those three, you're welcome to do so. Ryan, you are first in the batter's box, our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to just one trend again, keep an eye on as we, you know, towards the end of the season, divisional matchups and and look at the under, you know, it, it went last week, I think it was three and two or four and two. So as you get late in the year, when you get divisional games, uh, just always keep your eye on the under uh, and cherry pick those out. Now, I'm not going with any of those. I'm going to let you sit out the noon games. We're going to start at three o'clock and I'm actually going to give you real quickly four picks. I'm taking underdogs in all of them. Um, and I think we're going to hit at least three of them. We're going to start in Jacksonville where Gardner Minshew is going to play instead of Nick Foles. Right now, I think he's a better quarterback than uh, Phillip Rivers. I don't trust Phillip Rivers with anything. Take the Jags plus three. Uh, going out to the desert, the Cardinals also getting three against the Steelers. Steelers are on a real nice run. However, they haven't done it with really any offense, no consistent scoring. Things get weird out in the desert in those late games that nobody's going to be watching because everybody watching the Chiefs and Patriots. So I'm going to take the Cardinals plus three. Another three-point spread. Go out west to the black hole. The Raiders have been awful the last two weeks. But now they're back home after traveling a ton. Big, huge game with uh, playoff implications. The Titans, like I said, got the monkey off their back with the Colts last week. But I think this is a bit of a letdown spot. 
going out again to a weird spot, weird time zone, all those things. Take the Raiders plus the three. And then a bonus pick Sunday night. I know Jason likes the Seahawks and likes them as a Super Bowl contender, and, and they might be. They probably are. Uh, but they've kind of been getting it done, just winning a ton of close games. Well, they're going to have to do another one. The Rams need this game if they have any chance to make the playoffs. They're one game behind the Vikings. So, and the Vikings do have a little bit of an easier schedule. The Rams at home have to win this game against the Seahawks. And I think they're going to. Seattle off the tough Monday night game, short week, now going on the road down to L.A. I like the Rams here. So there's four picks for you, four underdogs. I think you can take all four on the money line and actually do quite well. Definitely winning at least two of the four, probably three. Um, so some good ways to play it, sit out the noon games or, or make some money and then really throw it into the late afternoon and, and Sunday night games. Very interesting way to work it for Ryan Fisher. Love the dog plays. Always favor the underdogs in my mind, trying to look for some value. So I like the way Ryan's thinking on that one. John, let's go to you. John Spataro, who, again, he's been on fire. The guy hasn't lost in several weeks. So, John, keep that winning streak going for the listeners. And, hey, maybe for me, I'll jump on your picks as well. Well, uh, watch what you say, because I'm going to do something that I'm sure is not recommended. But what do you do when you haven't lost a pick in nearly a month? You, you do a heat check. And I'm certainly doing a heat check this week. Ryan alluded to it about when it gets late in the season and you look at some divisional matchups, regardless of, of the teams, and you keep your eyes on the under. I'm going with three straight unders for this week and and i'm going to tell you which one i like the most i'm going to start with the broncos and the texans i think that this game uh is is an interesting one uh the the over under right now is at 42 and a half i think people think that the texans are going to score a lot i think the broncos are uh, a little bit of an inept offense and uh, they did have a decent game from drew Locke last week uh he certainly showed up and uh looked like a a suitable backup quarterback in the NFL. However, I love the under in this one solely because, again, it's a late season division game. And my intelligence suggests that there's a lot of money on the over in this one. So I like under in the Broncos Texans. Uh, it's at 42 and a half right now. I also like the under in the Dolphins and the Jets. 45 and a half is where it's out right now. I think the Dolphins played an interesting game last week against the Eagles. And uh, you know, we saw that uh, trick play that they got, which really kind of turned that game on its head. I don't expect that one. I, I've watched a couple of Dolphins games so far this year after swearing them off earlier in the year. And, and I feel pretty good whenever I bet against the Dolphins or bet on the Dolphins. Uh, I, I, I just feel like I know how they're going to play. The Jets just really seem to bog everybody down. I've seen a lot of first quarters that have gone scoreless. I've seen first half unders of, you know, seven or 10 points total. So I think this one's going to be another slog. The weather's been terrible in New York this week. I think the Dolphins and the Jets are just bound uh, to to keep that one low and easily hit the under uh, at, at 45 and a half. And then for my last one and my best bet of the week, we talked about it a couple minutes. My headphone fell out. We talked about it just a couple minutes ago. I like the under in the Bills and the Ravens. I think Ryan was mentioning how, you know, maybe the lines are a little inflated because everyone loves the Ravens. I think the Bills have a pretty good defense, and I think playing in Buffalo is pretty tough, uh, and, and it's going to be cold, and it's going to be a, a, a defensive uh, kind of battle that the Ravens played last week against the Niners, like I said before. That under's at 43 and a half. I, I like that one the most of the three, although I think all three are pretty good plays. There's some heavy 
public money going on the overs for all of these three games. So I'm going to go the opposite way. I know it's unconventional, but like I said, I haven't lost a bet in nearly a month. So let's have some fun. Let's push it and let's see what we can do. Hopefully we come back with the win streak intact. Hopefully everybody wrote those picks down because, again, John has been on fire and he looks to keep rolling this week. Me, Jason Gotch, going to wrap it up here. I'm going to give you three dog plays. Ryan liked the dogs this week. I've got some different dogs for you. I'm going to take the Raiders plus two and a half against the visiting Titans. Titans and Tannehill playing very well. One of the final NFL games, though, that will ever be played in Oakland as the Raiders are moving after the year down to Las Vegas. So I think the Raiders game on at home plus the two and a half. I think they got a great chance to win outright. Tampa Bay hosting the Colts. The Bucks are favored here by three. I think the wrong team's favored. Take Indianapolis plus the three on the road at Tampa. And then I like the Bills plus the six against the visiting Ravens. I think the Bills keep it close. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win, but their defense, I think, will do a good job. Somebody's got to stop Lamar Jackson, right? Why not the Buffalo Bills? So give me the Bills plus six. And out of that grouping, we will go ahead and make the the, uh, Raiders plus the two and a half our best bet of the week. So that'll do it for State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. For our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher and John Spataro, my name's Jason Gotch. Enjoy the winners, and we'll talk to you next week, everybody.